Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. We will get into the five things that you need to know today. But before we do, I would like to ask the great followers and subscribers of One Rental at a Time to do me a favor. Do me a favor. Creating content on YouTube, social media is not easy. I would like you to do me a favor this morning is reach out to your three favorite YouTube creators and just leave a comment on their channel saying thank you for all you do. If you want to say one rental at a time, ask me to do that or or, or at, that would be great and wonderful. I believe the good YouTube content creators need to stick together in a world full of fear and just negativity. I do believe there are some content creators out there trying to make a positive difference. So folks, again, happy Thanksgiving, Chester it's that ginger, all those great people out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for uh, wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. Olivia and I are in New York getting to spend time with our daughter and some family. So we are having a great day, uh, and I hope you have a great day as well. So again, figure out who your three favorite content creators are. Give them a quick note of thanks because creating content consistently is not as easy as uh, some people make it look. All right, into the daily financial news. Here we go. Number one, we need to talk about the Fed minutes. I think the Fed minutes kind of gave us what we expected. Heading into the Fed minutes, you've been watching the channel. You know that I believe and have believed for quite a while that we are going to get a 50 basis point raise. It will be a step down uh, in, I don't know, magnitude of Fed rate increases. We've had four 75s. We're about to get a 50. I now believe that the first rate increase in 2023 will actually be 25. So we are on that trajectory. I do believe still we get to a funds rate of 5%. I haven't changed my terminal rate. Uh, But yes, the Fed fund minutes basically, or the Fed minutes basically said more hikes coming, smaller, longer, higher. Kind of what the Fed press release says. If you remember two or three weeks ago when Jerome Powell came out, There was a press release that basically said Fed getting slower. Then for 30 minutes, the market went nuts. Then Powell came out and kicked the market in the teeth. Remember that? I want you to remember this. Jerome Powell speaks next week. I believe he is the most hawkish on the Fed. I want you to think about that, right? Again, I've said this for weeks now. I believe we are seeing Fed presidents going, hey, we need to slow down. We need to see the magnitude. And Powell's like, no. So I expect Powell to come out next week and be a hawk. I believe he speaks at least once, if not twice, next week. So, again, we will be talking about Powell next week. But, again, we have to watch the Fed. They have two tools. One is the funds rate, and the second is the microphone. So I do expect Powell to be – a big old hawk next week. Because again, think about it. 
What happened to the 10-year treasury yesterday? The 10-year treasury was down again. The 10-year treasury is under the federal funds rate. I want you to think about that. The federal funds rate is an overnight lending rate. It is the shortest duration you can get overnight. And the 10-year treasury is under that. Talk about yield curve inversion. Jerome Powell talks about the three-month in 10-year. It is inverted. I expect it to stay that way for quite a while. So again, the Fed minutes, pretty much what we expected. I do believe there's nothing in it that makes me believe we get anything but a 50 basis point move. I think there is a little debate about January or I think February is the first. Is it 25? Is it 50? More data coming. But again, Fed minutes. Number two, weekly jobless claims. We finally saw a surprise to the upside. It is unfortunate that one of the things that you and I are going to be watching probably for the next six months is Thursday morning weekly jobless claims. Weekly jobless claims jumped to 240,000, up from last week's 217, and higher than expectation of 225. I believe what we have to see for, again, the Fed is winning, if you will, is we need to see the weekly jobless claims over 300. 100k doesn't make me feel good to say it but it is reality i believe we need to see that for several weeks in a row and then you will hear more and more fed presidents talk about whoa stop time out let's pause i don't see a cut i don't see a cut if we get to a point where unemployment gets to five and a half or six we can talk about it but folks we're still below sub four percent so again weekly jobless claims Now let's talk about new home sales. New home sales put out by the Census Bureau. This number on the surface was a shocker. Shocker. Let's talk about the headline and then let's talk about the lie. I don't know really if it's a lie, but I'm going to call it a lie and you'll see why in a minute. So first and foremost, new home sales surprised to the upside. Not only did they surprise to the upside, but they went up seven and a half percent new home sales new new home sales up seven and a half percent expectations uh or last month was 588 new home sales went up to 632,000 now oh one more thing the price median home price for a new home sales up up (laughs) up you can't make this stuff up up uh, to $493,000. Another thing to talk about new home sales, this fact is important, is true, because again, as I have shared, I believe housing is an depression. One part of that depression is new home construction. When you talk about new homes, you may see content creators talk about 9.1 months of supply. Again, factually correct, but without context. When you look at the work and process of building a home, you only sell, or at least most of the time, you only sell a finished product. So talking about 9.1 months of supply when some of the homes are a slab, which they count, is disingenuous at both. Here is the important number about new home sales. Of all the new home sales in process, only, only 13% of those homes are finished. That is important. 
that number by itself probably means very little to you. What if I told you this? The long-term average of finished product is 27%. We are half of historical averages. Folks, I've been telling you for months now, new home builders are going to blow out finished product, discount, buy down rates, and then slow the heck down. They are managing their cash flow. They're doing smaller durations. Builders are retreating. Again, I will say that fact. Historical long-term average finished new home product equals 27%. Today, it's 13. There is not this huge glut of new homes coming. I'm sorry. It is just not there. Now for the lie. At best, the misrepresentation. When they report new home sales, they only report contract signed. It is important to say that it has always been that way. This is not new. This is not some, I don't know, mathematical pivot that makes the numbers. We have always reported new home sales on contracts. What is different is the historical long run average of cancellations is out of whack. Historically speaking, it is right around 10 to 11%. Today, folks, we are running closer to 25%. So if you take contract signing of 632,000, you assume that 25% of those cancel, you're below 500,000. That is what I believe is a far better number. But again, I don't know about you. When I saw the new home construction number was up, I was like, wow, where did that come from? Another thing to talk about, cancellations. I don't know if you see it this way. This is certainly how I feel. I believe a lot of cancellations is because the buyers did not lock in rates. So their payments went up by the time the home was completed. What has happened the last two weeks? Rates have fallen. And I would argue a week ago, rates crashed. So contract signing now, they've actually seen rate good, right? Rates are down about 0.7 to 0.8. That's almost a full percentage point. And they may have went down yesterday. I didn't even check. So again, it will be very interesting to see as we get closer to the terminal rate, will that margin compress that is abnormal and rates come down? If so, I believe cancellations come in. Right? We got surprised rates up, nobody locked in, they cancel. But now, if we have four, six, eight weeks of rates getting incrementally better, will cancellations actually be less? I think so. Something to watch out for. Next up, uh, watched a gentleman named Alec, Alec, Alex Hermosi. I've not seen a lot of his stuff. I watched one of his uh, videos this morning. Be warned if you do watch his channel, he does have colorful language. So if you have little kids, I'd probably put in the earphones. Uh, But Alex Hermosi talked about three things that distinguish the very successful that I thought I would share with you. Number one is there is a big goal. There is a drive. There is a passion, right? He talks about it being the thing that you must do. I like that. Number two, he talks about insecurity. Not just always, you're like massively afraid of not doing enough. You just got to keep going. I thought that was, we don't talk about insecurity 
being a driver very often. I thought it was very, it was a very unique spin. So I'm going to watch more of his stuff again, Alex Ramosi. And then number three, I totally agree with impulse control, impulse control. You stay on goal, right? One of the things I've gotten comfortable admitting is I'm broken. I have the ability to focus and daily execute. And it just allows me to keep moving forward. It allows me to keep doing these videos and having fun every day, right? Whether I've been looking at my buy box for 22 22 years in a row, I've done it already this morning. It's just something that I think is very interesting. So again, I think you might like looking at, if you haven't seen him or checked out his stuff, uh, I thought that would be interesting. And then again, Patrick Bet David for number number five that we're talking about today. He just put out a video, not, uh, almost ninety minutes, I think, talking about the six components of generational wealth. Remember, I believe where there is great pain, there is great opportunity. I believe next year will be a rough year macro, but if you watch my channel, you will see the things that we are doing. We have already disposed of, I don't know, I put about 20 grand in the the stock market. I've already told you I'm buying stuff on sale. We just got a house. We are showing you walkthrough videos. We just did a walkthrough video of the bathroom demo the other day. You will get videos as that progresses. We locked up another contract at a 5K discount. So I'm just sharing with you what we're doing. I think that is important Uh, because, again, I think where there's great pain, there's great opportunity. Do the work. Only buy great deals. Don't rush. Don't gamble. So again, the six components of generational wealth, according to Patrick Bet David. Number one, mindset. It is amazing how many people I know that are wildly successful that treat mindset like a muscle. They work on it every day. And it is equally amazing for me that people that are stuck in the mud discount mindset like it's steam from a hot water kettle. It's not something to be held. Mindset is the thing that keeps you going. For me, it's rule number seven of the ORAT rules that you see behind me on my desk at the office. Or if you ever come into my office, it's a big old poster. You got to watch the people that you lit in your network. There's still too much negativity, fear out there. You guys need to cut that out. If you're feeding your muscle garbage, It is going to be what it is. So again, the most successful people I know treat mindset like a muscle and work on it daily. Number two, according to Patrick Beth David, is timing. Timing is helpful, right? Getting at the top versus appreciating the bottom is important. Not that you can't be successful by getting it at the top. It's just easier, right? Where there's great pain, there is great opportunity. Number three, habits. I agree with this. I have watched people uh, struggle and I've watched people become wildly successful. Usually habits are what distinguishes them. Good habits, consistent habits, your morning routine. If you're not a morning routine, your evening routine. All of these things are important. Watch your habits. In fact, if you are lucky enough to have a four-day weekend, ask yourself, what are your habits? What are you doing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly? Number four, compounding. I call this recycling capital. Real estate investing, buy and hold, cash flow, great yield is interesting. But when you can start to recycle capital, man, this this game gets fun. It gets fun. Hey, look at that. Audia. Audia is um, my niece. Hi, Audia. How are you? Hope you're having a wonderful day. Happy Thanksgiving. So again, compounding is amazing. So again, um, 
appreciate that. If you're getting to the point, it usually is like year four, year five. Recycling capital is amazing. Uh, but as Dion has showed us many, many times, you don't have to recycle capital. You can let the income snowball pick up. I will just tell you, it's a lot more fun recycling capital. But that is my opinion. Number five is strategy. What are you looking to do? Right? What is your thing? Is it adding value to the universe? Right? Are you, is it your passion? Are you faking it? What is going on? And then number six, again, Patrick Bet David, is relationships. I have admitted this many, many times. Uh, over the last 22 years, I have purposely changed my five friends. I do believe if you showed me your, if you show me your five friends and your weekly calendar, I can predict your future. Think about that. Your five friends, your weekly calendar, I can predict your future. Think about that. So again, shout out Patrick, Bet, David, Alex Ramosi. I think you guys are doing great work. I appreciate content creators that are saying, folks, it's about to get hard. I've been, t if you watch the channel for six or nine months, I've been saying this, get ready. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Folks, winter is here. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But that is why one rental at a time matters. We are not the biggest. We are not the fastest growing, but we are a place for doers. I believe you guys are doing the work, right? I went to the gym today, so, you know, I got the hat, got the swag. So, again, we are a channel of doing the work. So, again, as I open this channel, I want to tell you what I'm thankful for. Obviously, thankful for family. I'm thankful for the opportunity to give back. I'm thankful for the opportunity to, to really create a legacy that lives 50 years past my death. That has been my goal since video number one. Now, 9,600 videos later, my goal hasn't changed, is building a legacy that lives 50 years after I'm dead and gone. I'm thankful for my subscribers, viewers, but also my weekly millionaires. Can you guys believe we have millionaires, and in most cases, multi-millionaires, come back every week to talk to you about what is going on? Go watch your favorite playlist from Anna, from Greg, from Matt, from Dion, and all the other amazing folks. I am also thankful for the haters. I think there is a lot of haters out there. Um, it's okay. It's fine. I do not mind that. Uh, and again, thankful for the technology and the ability to reach back. So at the end of the day, folks, please do me a favor. Let me know who your favorite three channels are, your favorite three content creators, Leave comments below. Also, go to their page. Send them a little thank you for all you do. One rental at a time. Ask me to do it. Let's get positive content creators working together. Maybe I'll be able to partner or collaborate with them. Folks, have a great day. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving.